Crush your sugar cravings with delicious all-natural Bossa Bars for menopause. Create it to help women manage weight loss and energy during the pause. And just in time for the holidays, the new double chocolate brownie Bossa Bar. Try them at bossabars.com and save 10% with code HOTCOOL10. Welcome back to Hot Flashes and Cool Topics podcast, the voice for women in midlife and beyond. At Hot Flashes and Cool Topics, we talk about anything and everything to do with midlife. My name is Colleen. My name is Bridget. And we have a couple things to talk to you guys about before we start the show. But number one is a celebration for one person, myself, because a round of officially, yay, yay. menopause. I know a lot of women don't like to talk about it, but I have been like begging the universe for menopause for a long time now. And at age 55, I can finally say that I am in menopause, 12 months, no periods, no hormonal migraines, which I do not miss at all. Brain fog is still as strong as ever. And that's the topic we're covering <laughs> today on the show. So that's helpful. But I'm curious to see what postmenopausal life is going to be like, Bridget. Well, I really do feel that things are better post than during Perry. Whoa. You know, really, I mean, I still, you know, will get hot flashes every once in a while, but you know, I'm on the menopause hormone therapy. <laughs> and mm-hmm. so, you know, they are changing the terminology. Hormone replacement is more for women that have had hysterectomies, but I am menopause. So I, I still got my uterus, still got my ovaries, still got it all. So I'm on that. And, you know, that's been extremely helpful. But I will say just certain things are so much better uh, postmenopausal. So I can't wait to find out. Congratulations. Congratulations. I'm so happy for you. Thank you. May I never have to buy a a tampon or a pad again. Thank you. Yes. Yes. Sorry. Sorry, Kimberly Clark. (laughs) Yes. Sorry. Yes. Yes. Hand packs will not, I won't be buying stock in them anytime soon. Yes. Yes. So that was number one. Number two, it is the week of our gift guide. And we are just as excited about that. That's a celebration for all of you, actually. Bridget <laughs> and I have compiled over 30 pages of midlife must have gifts for the holiday season. It's for food lovers, travel lovers, fashionistas, makeup, skincare. We even have an entire page of gifts under $30. So, so hostess gifts, you name it, we tried to think of it. And there are brands that you probably know and love. And then there are brands there that you have never heard of and were like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited. Put it on my Christmas list. We will have it out on all of our social media. It will also be out in our email this week. If you would like a copy, go to Hot Flashes and Cool Topics. So it's Hot Flashes cooltopics.com. A pop-up will appear. You just put your email in and we'll make sure to have that out to you. There will be a copy also on our website, hotflasheskooltopics.com. But really guys, take a look at it. We have, we're just so proud of it. It's There's some yeah, great ideas. Just some great brands, products that people are just coming up with the best products to use just for all kinds of occasions. And, you know, what do they say? Um, necessity breeds invention. Yes. <laughs> mean, necessity is the mother of invention. Of invention. Oh, my goodness. The travel stuff. I mean, there's just everything in there. Is, is you really, so and Bridget wonderful. and I are like, and we have to buy that. I, mean, I know. I have I to know. say one product that I really, I mean, we have, we both have favorites in there, but there is a company called Rest Cooling Comforters. And I got it from my, my bed. 
It is the coolest, softest comforter. They also have sheets. They're just coming out with sheets, so they'll be in the guide as well. But I really have to recommend rest. I mean, I know it's in our guide, so of course it's going to be good, but I really, really like it. I use, I, I just love that comforter. When I get in at night, I'm like, oh, it's nice and cool. Oh. It's not too hot. Just perfect, perfect it's, temperature. Just, you know, some great products, skincare, like you said, one of our favorite makeups, Laura Geller is in there, which I love. I mean, me that's too. one of my favorites, the Bake Balance, Balance and Brighten, you know, foundation. I just love that. It's one that just stays on. And I don't know if it's just my skin type, but, you know, sometimes things just kind of fall off my skin. <laughs> they just roll the slide off my skin. It just starts sliding. I guess the wrinkles and gravity's pulling the oh, skin stop. down and the makeup just slides right off with it. But but that doesn't, oh. that one stays and I just love that. So that's one of my favorites. And, uh, you know, we uh, there's so many other the travel stuff. I'm like, I'm going back. I, you know, we see the products and I'm like, I've, yeah, there's a great travel suitcase that we put oh, on there. Oh, yeah. It's like the suitcase. It's like a closet for your suitcase. Yeah, like it's like accordion stem and it gets yeah. back up and you can hang it up wherever you go. And I'm excited about that. Now, finally, for this episode, we have invited Dr. Andrew Mather, who is a medical director and owner of Angel Longevity Medical Center. She practices in the Los Angeles area and she's board certified in anti-aging. And on this episode, we taped it live at Wise Paws in California you might hear a little bit of a like a zoom noise in the background and that's usually either the elevator or the air conditioning clicking on <laughs> yeah so we apologize for that it, it was such an interesting conversation all about brain fog and menobrain yes it, it just really was in the role that estrogen can play in those occurrences it, it's right. different types of estrogen right she mm -hmm. actually does a lot of work with bioidentical hormones so she talks about that we're going to let her get started and we'll talk to you at the end welcome back to hot flashes and cool topics we are continuing with our interviews live at wise pause and we are excited to have dr andrew mather on the show you actually just got off the stage you gave a great speech about brain aging we hear a lot of women say, brain fog, I can't remember anything anymore. I don't understand what's happening. Can you talk a little bit about the causes of, of brain aging and how we can start to recognize it in women? Oh, for sure. So brain aging is actually one part of menopause. Menopause affects practically every part of the body. But the brain aging is very um, obvious because the symptoms are so severe, Right. Uh, in fact, what I wanted to say was that usually when people look at menopause, they're looking at the end of the reproductive ability of the woman, right? right? It's a biological clock has run out. But actually, in fact, what's happening is that when a woman enters the perimenopause and menopause, she starts getting the symptoms related to brain aging. You see? So the, most of the symptoms, actually all of the symptoms, besides the skin laxity, laxity going down, but... Most of the symptoms for which women seek treatment, heart flashes, night sweats, even uh, brain fog, insomnia, irritability, anxiety, panic, they are coming from brain aging related to menopause. A lot of women will say it's menobrain or, you know, brain fog. Can you explain what it is, what the symptoms are with menobrain? So menobrain, a person starts feeling like for the most common complaint that I get from my patients is that I don't feel like myself. 
that have turned into this alien entity that I don't recognize. <laughs> yes, yes. You know, they lose the temper, they snap at the children or snap at the husband, the marriages on the rocks because they can't, you know, be themselves. Yes. They've turned themselves into some of this alien monster. So this is very, very common. And, and that's really what the mental brain that we are calling mental brain is a brain uh, aging caused by declining hormones. Yes. And can you, you were talking about that upstairs. So can you share a little bit about the declining hormones and what's, how they affect us? I, I know you mentioned estrogen. And can you talk about how that affects women? For sure. So when the declining hormones include practically a lot of different hormones. However, during menopause, the main symptom that people are uh, experiencing is because of the decline of the estrogen as well as progesterone, right, as well as testosterone. So most of the common, commonly, that's what you see. And, uh, and the estrogen and the progesterone not only affect, like I said in my talk, on the pituitary and the hypothalamus, but they're actually affecting the other parts, which are regulators of mood, memory, and even sleep and the learning ability. So when you lose that support of the brain and the brain cells, you're losing those faculties. It's not the lack of antidepressant or the anti-anxiety or the sleeping pills that is causing your symptoms. So instead of handling each symptom by one drug, like a band-aid medicine, I I say that why don't we handle the root cause of the problem and go for the actual cause of it, handle that, so then you don't have to worry about each symptom by itself. Yes, you said some things up there that I was like, yeah, that happened to me, that happened to me. And I was initially prescribed an antidepressant when I went to a doctor with with my menopausal symptoms that I held off to. And you also brought that up as well because of the report back in 2002 or 2003, the Women's Health Initiative report. So I hesitated to, to even talk about going on hormone therapy. But you addressed that upstairs as well. But you also addressed some of the other um, things, the Primrit that you talked about that. Can you share with our listeners something about that? Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. Every time a patient comes, sometimes I get patients who are afraid of the hormones, right? <laughs> they tell me and I immediately ask them, I say, what are you afraid of? And they say, breast cancer. Yes. Right. Mm -hmm. Because nobody wants to get breast cancer. Right. I don't either know. Yeah. What actually happened when the women's health initiative study came out in 2002, it was promoted widely in the public, saying the hormones cause the breast cancer. But that was incomplete data. It wasn't actually the hormones that caused the breast cancer. I can't even go to that extent and say that because the drugs that were used, the one that you mentioned, Premarin, is actually stands from pregnant mare's urine. I don't want to be given horses hormones. <laughs> yes. I, mean, I don't know if there's anybody out there. Plus, the fact was the progesterone that they call progesterone is actually synthetic progestin. So that change in the sequence and the chemical structure of that progesterone causes the side effects because it is not natural to the body. So anything you put in the body that's not natural, the body is going to fight it. And that fighting is what causes the adverse effects, right? Mm -hmm. So if you go natural, which is bioidentical, now bioidentical is a new word because there wasn't any word for what I'm going to describe as a bioidentical because it's, it wasn't in the English language. So the bioidentical was coined uh, 
maybe two decades ago. And that denotes a class of hormones that are actually man-made, right? But they are identical to the human hormones. So when the body gets that, it doesn't say, whoa, what is that? You know, it, it, it's familiar. It absorbs mm-hmm. it and it's familiar. It, there's no adverse effects that happen. The only effects that can happen is that you can give too little of something or you can give too much of it. Because now that we are giving exogenously, right? We don't have our no, own natural hormones. We're giving ourselves exogenously. So now we have to make sure that the amount and the dose is completely correct for you. And that's why you need the physician who is very familiar and experienced with BHRT for for that. Yeah. Would when you when they are trying to figure out the right amount of medicine, how would that testing go? How would a patient find out what's the right amount for that? It's them? a trial and error. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, here's what it is. Actually, it's a very interesting question. Actually, a very important question. We have actually education pamphlets that we give to the patients. Yes, it is a trial and error in a way, but on the other hand, it can be very educational as well as knowledge is power. So I like to give the knowledge to my patients to decide what's right for them. Like one of the doctors mentioned upstairs is that you have to take charge of your health, which is correct, because the only person who knows you is you. And I tell that to my patients, same thing. I don't know you, your body, as well as you do. So, but all I'm going to do is give you the tools. I'm going to show you, okay, how do you tell if it is too much? How do you tell if it's too little? And I mean, it's, it's really easy. It's not that hard. It's simple, very, very simple. But if you know how to look for, for example, let's say that you have too much of estrogen, for example, right? So if you have too much of estrogen, the first thing that happens, you get breast tenderness. Okay. Or you get the breast fullness. Okay. You don't need that. That's not okay. what you need. Yeah. Or if you have progesterone is really, is really easy, but progesterone, let's say you have too little of it. You will be anxious, mm-hmm. right? You will be snapping at your kids. You'll be angry for no reason. You will have mood swings Like you go up and down. So, you know, okay, I need more progesterone, but obviously there's a little bit more to that. But in general, those, those are the guidelines that I actually tell my patients to look for. Can using the hormones slow the process of your brain aging? Absolutely, yes. And that's really what I strive for. So, like I said, the, the brain, okay, so the brain cells are supported by estrogen. Estrogen is a master regulator of energy metabolism in the brain cells. That means that if the estrogen goes away, you don't have enough energy production in the brain cells. So the brain cells can perform, they can do their jobs. And then not only that, they actually die because there is no more energy. I mean, if the, life is energy, you know, mm-hmm. if you have energy, you can live. If you don't have energy, you can live. Same thing with the brain cells. And plus it repairs the DNA. So that means you can live, uh, your brain cells can live healthy longer. That's how it works. What about, um, so I mentioned earlier that I, I had been given Premarin. I spoke with my doctor, and they gave me Estradol patch. I want to know what your thoughts are on this. <laughs> so Because I, I, I've listened to who we speak to that are really experts in the field, and I you know, really want to know and act accordingly. So I'm curious your feelings on that. I fully, fully understand your yes. question, and I think it's a very legitimate question. Okay, so this is what I tell my patients. Some patients come to me when they're using the estradiol patch, mm-hmm. right? 
So, okay, so there's two things to think about. One is that the human body or the women have three hormones that are estrogens in the body, right? One is called, so it's E1, E2, and E3. And E1 is estrogen, estradiol, and estriol, right? The estradiol is is the biggest or the major estrogen hormone, right? And the estriol is a, is the hormone that you get when you're pregnant. So there's a lot of more of estriol gets released in the body when you're pregnant. And when you get older, you have more estrone, which is carcinogenic, which means it's linked to cancer, right? So now what happens in the body, the normal metabolism of the estrogen is like this. So you have estradiol, right, which is a major part of the estrogen hormones. It converts into estrone when uh. you're older, yeah. Okay, so that's carcinogenic. Is that's what right. And are there what? So what are your recommendations when it comes to that? <laughs> We're just like I'm just gonna uh, yeah. ask for myself. What yeah. are you recommending? Yeah. Well, what I recommend is mimic nature. Okay. Yeah? Yes. Because here's the thing: the human body was built over a period of billions of years by by you know trial and error. It's mm-hmm. trial and error that's been going on for billions of years to make this body that we have now. Mm-hmm. So. Actually, Dr. Jonathan Wright, you know, he is a, he is a pioneer of uh, bioidentical hormone replacement therapy back in 1970s that he started this. And he says mimic nature. And I really take it to my heart because, again, you can't beat the machine that has been built over a period of trial and error over a period of billions of years. So the natural ratio, so there is a natural ratio of different estrogens in a woman's body. So the major, like I said, was E2, right? Mm-hmm. And then there is E1, tiny bit of E, uh, E1, which is estrone. We do need estrone, okay. but mm-hmm. too much of it is what is linked to the cancer. And then you have estriol, which is also, uh, so now estriol is very anti-carcinogenic. So okay. it's, it's the opposite, right? Okay. It protects you from cancer, whether mm-hmm. it's endometrial uh, cancer, ovarian cancer, or breast cancer, right? So, the ratios that we use is the opposite. So we never, ever, ever, I never use estradiol by itself. Okay. Because the metabolism in a woman's body of estrogen shifts to more procarcinogenic. Okay. And this is why older women get cancer. Okay. Not younger women. If the younger woman is getting breast cancer, it's from environmental toxicity. Why is that? This is the reason. Because of the estradiol converting into estrogen. Okay. Well, now with the combo of progesterone and estradiol, how what happens there? Is there still a higher? Right. So, uh, progesterone should, uh, yeah, estradiol should or estrogen should always be balanced with progesterone, and, right? Yes. But yes, it does lower the risk for cancer on the breast cancer or the uterine cancer for sure. But there is still that. So, what I do is to fine tune it, right? Fine. So if you so what the combination we use, right, is eighty percent of the estrogen is estriol. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And only twenty percent is estradiol. Even with just that ratio, we get awesome results. To follow up with that, if a woman comes in and she's experiencing brain loss, like memory loss, and would you just put her on the estrogen common, the eighty twenty, or would you put them also on the progesterone? Yes, that's a very good question. So when we do BHRT, which is bioidentical hormone replacement therapy, what we are doing is balancing all the hormones. Okay. It's not just one thing. There's no magical one pill. 
that you can take, right? It's a balance. I, I look at it like this. It's like you have a really old car. You have to maintain it mm-hmm. a lot more than if you are a new car. That's really all there is to it. Because body is a biological machine. And if you look at it from that viewpoint, it needs to be maintained. If you want to have a quality of life that you want, you know, that you are demanding. Like, I think it was mentioned by somebody said that in the, you know, upstairs was that, yeah, it all depends on what you want. You know, what Mm -hmm. are you demanding? So me, my treatment for any patient depends on what they want. So if they say, no, I want 100% perfect brain or I want 100% energy, I mean, actually, in the end, usually it's the patients are happy. I mean, I, I treat the patients until they are satisfied and they are happy and they feel healthy and vibrant. So and until that happens, we keep working on them. And we want to basically balance as many hormones as we can in order for them to get to the point of vitality that they want. And I guess my next question would be, so you find the balance and they're getting older. How long can they stay on this? You can, so this is my question. This is so common question. People always ask me. And that's what our listeners, but the listeners want to know. They, yeah. they, they're like, okay, I finally found a balance that works for me with HRTs. And now they're hearing things I should go off by the time I'm 60, by the time I'm 65. No, 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 no. So we give you the choice, right? It's like, okay, my car is old. It needs maintenance. When do I have to stop doing the maintenance? (laughs) (laughs) The way we are doing it is so balanced and so uh, health-making that it's not a problem for you. Because not only that, there's physicians that are experienced, right? And they know how to monitor the hormones. So it's not, it's not enough to just put people on hormones and say, forget about it. Oh, I'll see you. You know, some doctor, I mean, sometimes the patients don't even get seen, you know, for years. And they just get refills, have refills, have refills of the hormones, right? I don't do that. Because I don't want me to be treated like that, right? I want to make sure because the body changes, as you're getting older, it's not the same body. You know, next year is going to be a different body. So why don't we keep on top of it, right? It's like car breaking down. There could be engine breaking down today, and there could be something else breaking down next, you know, whatever. So this is why I say, okay, we're going to balance the hormones, and then we're going to monitor you. Usually it's very simple. It's, it's, I guess it, it's simple because I've seen so many of these. So it's, it becomes simple in the end. And you just monitor and make sure that, I think one of the doctors did mention that, that she was talking about the metabolites, right? So the estrogen, how do you know the estron and the estradiol and estriol? The way we find that out is through urine test. Okay. So mm-hmm. we do the urine test. We find out, okay, how much of this person's... So sometimes you have patients that don't have a problem, right? And many times it's like there's no problem in the metabolism. So... And those patients don't need anything besides the hormones. Now, there is other patients that have more tendency for whatever reason, genetic, inherited, environmental, whatever it is, they are metabolizing the hormones in that direction where it's going to increase the risk of breast cancer. Okay. Right? Mm-hmm. Even if I'm using 80% estriol, mm-hmm. I always am very careful because I don't want anybody to get cancer. So I, I'm looking at that at least once a year. And then when there is a problem, right, the good news is this. When there is a problem, you can do something about it without using drugs. So there's many, many compounds out there that will change the metabolism for you. 
and that will protect you from breast cancer in the future or even uterine cancer, whatever it is that you are, you know, if you have a higher risk because of your family history. So those are the ones that I really even more monitor very carefully, like make sure that they do their testing. But there's a urine test. We also recommend that you do breast thermography. Yes. And we also recommend that you get a pelvic ultrasound once a year if you haven't had hysterectomy. Okay, even even if you're not at risk or if you're yeah, at risk, even, even if, if you're, you're not, not at risk. Okay, yeah. That's important for a lot of our yes. listeners to know because not everyone has a hysterectomy as they get older. Right. And they're not necessarily doing the pap smears every year anymore. Right. So it's important to get a pelvic ultrasound. Yes. Yeah, it's okay. non-invasive, right? It doesn't right. hurt you in any way. Well, after you've had children. It's, it's just like, who cares? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're like, yeah, yeah. No, I did. I, you know, our doctor did give me one and I was really really pleased that they were not resistant to prescribe it. I have had patients that their doctors refuse to do the ultrasound. Yeah. I mean, I have many patients like that. So I say, okay, in that case, just do it yourself. It's not a very expensive test. Mm-hmm. It's actually a very inexpensive test. Okay. And you can get it on your own. You don't need a, I mean, you don't need another doctor. Your to primary prescribe. care to prescribe. Good to know. Okay. okay. That's really Like go to a radiologist or something like that. No, or but a... you need a doctor. Like if the, if you are getting a hormones balance by yes. a functional medicine doctor or hormone uh, doctor, then you can get them to write you a lab rec. Okay. Yeah. Okay. A lab order and then they can go anywhere mm-hmm. and they can get the pelvic ultrasound. I mean, that's okay. most, 90% of my patients do that. Okay. okay. Well, that is good. really good to that's share with really our listeners. Yes. 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 Thank you so much, you so much. Dr. Andrew Mather. Do you have a website that we can let everybody know about? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. It's called angellongevity.com. Uh, thank you for giving me this opportunity to speak about what I do every day. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Mather, for being on the show today, um, for talking to us at Wise Pause. It was really great that we had the opportunity to hear her speak and also have her come and join us for a conversation, a live conversation with us. And also just don't forget to check out the gift guide and don't forget also to check out our Instagram page because we will be giving away four different baskets this year. It'll start our 12 November. days of holiday yes. giveaways, fourth yeah. annual. I can't believe it's the fourth one and it starts November 28th. So make sure that you follow that, you find it, Follow the simple directions on it. Become entered for it. I remember somebody won one year and they said, is this legit? And we're like, absolutely legit. We will be yeah. mainly. Can we just be yes. clear that this is yeah. absolutely legitimate and we don't gain anything from it? No. So many yeah. people think that, oh, this is some kind of scam. We promise you, brands want to support us. We want to support them. We love giving gifts. And this mm-hmm. is honestly just a great way to win hundreds of dollars in each basket. It's over thousands of dollars for the four right. baskets. And there's really no like yeah, ulterior there's no, motive there's nothing here. there. It's just a great giveaway. We have great brands and they are so happy to donate their products. And we just want to share them with you and get some of these products out there to midlife women because we have found and used them and we love them and we want you to also take part in that as well. So we couldn't think of a better way to do it than to do a giveaway. At the holidays. So yes. make sure you are following us to find out what is going to be in each of the four 
baskets. There'll be, we will have it open and then three days to enter. And then we will draw a winner. And then again, the next basket, which equals 12 days in total. (laughs) She could do the maths. She's so good at those maths. Yes. Yeah. That's about (laughs) as far as I go in my math skills. But we hope you guys have an awesome week. Check out the guide. Get ready for the giveaway. And again, always follow us on all forms of social media. We're here. We're there. We're everywhere. Have a great week, guys. And we'll talk to you soon. Bye.